We are learning Daf Kuf Aleph, starting right from the bottom of Kuf and Beis. The Gemara starts three lines up. There used to be a practice that they would make a Kiddush in Shul on Friday night, right before the end of Davening. And the Kiddush that was recited, somebody drank the cup. And the question was, the question here in the Gemara is that for the people who were in Shul at the time when the Kiddush was recited, are they Yodze? When they get back home, do they need to make a new Kiddush? On the one hand, they already heard Kiddush. They were already Yodze. Shemeya One person drank from the cup. Not everybody has to drink from the cup in order to be Yodze. So one person drank. Everything's good. So when everyone gets home, they could just go straight to Hamotzi. And that's what... Um, Rav's opinion is. So I'm a Rav. They're not Yosef the Berchas Hanenin of Bori Priyagafen, meaning the obligation to say Bori Priyagafen, the Chi of Berchas Hanenin before you drink wine, that they weren't Yosef. Why not? Because it was made in a different location. It's a principle called Shinoi Makom. If you made a Berchas Hanenin in one place, if there's an interruption by going to another place, so then that stops the, uh, the, the, effect, the, the efficacy of the Bracha. And a new berchas hanenin is required. So when they get back home, they have to say another berchas hanenin if they want to drink wine again. But you take kiddish, so according to Rav, they don't have to say kiddish again. The whole bracha, the special bracha that's recited over kiddish on Shabbos does not have to be said uh, over, over kiddush on Shabbos, doesn't have to be recited again because according to Rav, the halacha is kiddish does not have to be bevakum suda. Kiddish does not have to be where a person is eating. A person just simply to be Yotze Kiddush has to recite the words of Kiddush over the cup of wine. And by being in Shul and listening to somebody recite the words of Kiddush over a cup of wine, so the people are Yotze. And that's true regardless whether or not they ate inside, uh, whether, whether or not they ate there or they didn't eat there. Because according to Rav, there's no din that Kiddush has to be B'makom the Suda. That is the opinion of Rav. So according to Rav, people went to Shul. They heard the words of Kiddush. They go back home. They just simply are able to say Bari Priyagafet and continue eating. There's no need for them to recite Kiddush again. Says the Gemara, Shmuel Amar, top of Kuf Aleph, Amar Aleph, Afi, the Kiddush lo Yatsu. According to Shmuel, when a person goes to Shul and they heard the words, they heard the, somebody making Kiddush in Shul, they are not Yotze, they have not been Yotze Kiddush. And the reason the Gemara is going to tell us is that Shmuel holds Kiddush has to be B'makom the Suda. The Rashbam says there are two reasons why for this principle of Kiddush needing to be B'makom Suda. One is that the Pasuk in Yeshai says, V'karasva Shabbos Oneg, B'makom Kriya Shamte Oneg. In the place where you call Shabbos, there has to be an enjoyment of Shabbos. So in order for you to be Yotze, your Kiddush, there has to be some eating of the meal. And then the Rashbam says a second Sarah that from the fact that Chazal said in the Rabbanon that Kiddush has to be made over wine. So why, what, what type of wine? Why do we need wine? Probably they want the wine of the meal that you should not just, um, you know, have a meal, but you should have a meal and the wine should have Kiddush go along together with it. So those are the two ideas in the Rashbam. The Hernan point out that it seems a very big lumbus here, that the question is, is it a din that the Kiddush needs the Suda or is it a din that the Suda needs the Kiddush? Is it that in order to be Yotze Kiddush you have to eat something there? Or is it a din that whatever you have a Suda of Shabbos, whenever you're being Yotze, your Suda of Shabbos, you have to have a Kiddush first. Perhaps that question depends on the two different Svaras here in the Rashbam. But at any rate, regardless, someone who simply went to Shul Friday night heard the words of Kiddush by the Chazan. The Chazan may have drank drink the wine, so on and so forth, but you're just sitting there. You didn't have any Suda there. You're going home to another location to eat. According to Shmuel, you're going to have to say a new Kiddush. So the Gemara is a simple question. Oh, Rav, according to Rav, the Kiddush does not have to be. 
Why do you have to say Kiddush at home? So it's an interesting question. Maybe you don't, right? It sounds like from the Gemara, the Gemara just has like a premise that that's what would happen. People would go to shul, they would come home, and they would say Kiddush again. So the Gemara is saying, why? According to Rav, the Kiddush doesn't have to be welcome Suda. And what's the point of doing this? As the Gemara, so you're right. You're just trying to, um, to, to, to be motzi, a person's wife, a person's children. They were not in shul. So if they, everyone was in shul, then we, you're right. There wouldn't have been a need to make Kiddush again at home. But since not everyone was in shul, so we have to make Kiddush again at home to be motzi now. Says the Gemara, the opposite question. Shmuel, according to Shmuel, it comes out you're not Yotze with the Kiddush made in Shul, because it's not B'makam Suda, So then why is there a Kiddush that's being made in the Shul? If no one's being Yotze, why are you doing it? It's the wrong thing, right? So it's, it's going to be a Brachal of Atala, no one's being Yotze Kiddush. So the Gemara answers, and the reason why we make Kiddush in Shul is to be Motzi, the people who are staying in the Shul, the guests. They would eat, drink, and sleep in the Shul. So therefore, for them, the halacha is that it is makom suda. Since for them it's makom suda, so we make kiddush on their behalf. Since we're making kiddush on their behalf, you heard it very good, but you're not yotzi because for you it's not makom suda. Kiddush makom suda ends up being that it depends for each person. A kiddush is recited for the people who are eating there; they're yotzi because they go ahead and eat, so their kiddush is effective. It's makom suda. But for the people who are not eating, then the halacha is the kiddush is not makom suda. So when they get back home, they're going to have to make a. Different, uh, a, a different Kiddush. Azar Shmuel Tamei says the Gemara Shmuel, who says that the people who are in Shul have to make Kiddush again, he's Lashitas, Shmuel. He said elsewhere this principle, just in like an actomatic idea, he said, Ain Kiddush El Suda. So therefore, Shmuel is consistent here that you need to make Kiddush again when you get home. So the Gemara now explains, elaborates upon Shmuel's idea. Savamina, the, the, the Talmudim in the Yeshiva originally thought, that the limitation of Kiddush Malcolm Suda only requires from one, is only, only makes that you can't go from one house to another house. Meaning if Kiddush is made in one house, and then you leave the premises completely and you go to a different home, so then that's where we say it's not called Malcolm Suda and you need to, and you need to make another Kiddush. But if you're all within the same house and you're just going from one room to the next room, from one room, one place to another place in the same house, so low, meaning I would not say it's true. In other words, that's called Malcolm Suda. Who says you have to be in the same exact place in the house? As long as it's generally on the same premises, that's okay. That's what the Talmidim thought. So Amalu Ravanam Batakliva, Ravanam Batakliva told them it's not true. There were many times when I personally was in front of Shmuel. He would go down from the roof to the ground, and only then would he make Kiddush. Meaning it sounds like he was on the roof, and it would have been nice, chill to make Kiddush on the roof. But uh, Shmuel would Badavka not do that. He would not make Kiddush on the roof. He would go down to the ground floor where the meal was going to be held and he would only recite Kiddush there. Why did he do that? Why didn't he just make Kiddush on the roof and then go downstairs to the ground floor and eat the meal? Must be because that wouldn't have been Kiddush Malcolm Suda. But what do you mean? It's in the general premises. It's the roof and the building. It's all the same idea. Must be we see that even within the same general premises, it's called, it's not called the Malcolm Suda unless it's in the same Malcolm. So you have to be in the same Malcolm. And it would, it would have been a problem of in Kiddush Malcolm Suda Hachmuel made, made, made Kiddush on the roof and then gone downstairs and eaten the meal down. So therefore we see, not like the original pre, uh, thought of the Talmidim, Ein Kiddush Malcolm Suda requires it to be even to more than just it can't be from one house to another house. It has to be in the same location within the same house. Now there's a big question here. We've shown him talk about Tosos' opinion is that all, this halacha, that within one home, it's Ein Kiddush Malcolm Suda, only matters if you don't have Das. 
According to Tosos, if you have make Kiddush in one room in your house with Das, with intent to move to another room, according to Tosos, that works. From one house to another house, even with Das, that's too far of a switch. That does not work. But this second limitation of the Gemara, that from one place to another place, is only a problem if you don't have Das. But if you do have Das, it's not a problem. And Tosos has an amazing riot from the Gemara itself. We say that in Shul, it's Kiddush Malcolm Suda for the guests. Where do you think the guests are eating? They're eating in the main sanctuary. Chas you're not allowed to eat in a Shul. Where, wherever they're eating, must be that they were eating in a side room. But where was the Kiddush made? The Kiddush was made in the shul. Wait a second. That's in Kiddush Malcolm Suda. The Gemara is saying, Malcolm and Malcolm Achad Beisah is also called the violation of in Kiddush Malcolm Suda. Must be that since they had Das to go from one room to the next, that's not called a switch in location. So an interesting Kiddush comes out in Texas. To go from one home to another home, even with Das, that's called a violation of in Kiddush Malcolm Suda. It doesn't work. But from one room to another room, yes, it's in Kiddush Malcolm Suda. But if you had Das, it would work. Now, what's the problem with Taisvish? So why didn't Shmuel make it? What? This is as Lavdavka. Vivek Kanishta means the building. Like if you'd say here, in the shul, where's the shul? Does it mean in the main sanctuary? I mean, what's the problem with Taisvis? So why didn't Shmuel make Kiddush on the roof al das to go downstairs? So that's a little, a little bit of a strange thing according to Taisvis. Lamaisa is a big machlokas, whether or not this is true. Everybody agrees within one room itself, one corner to another corner, it definitely works. But to go from one room to another room within the same building with Das, not everybody agrees to the Kiddush of Taisvis. Bottom line is, the Mishim says it's okay, but Better, better to avoid the question if you could and make a kiddush in the same room where you're going to be. Says the Gemara, this is not only the Pinyin of Afra of Huna, of Afra Huna, sorry, in Kiddush Malkum Suda, of Huna as well. He holds that Kiddush is only the Malkum Suda, the Rav Huna Kaddish, what I have there, Rav Huna made Kiddush, he's Akule Shraga, and then the, the Shraga, the, the light, whatever the candles that were, that were there for Shabbos, they fell and it got very dark. And he hadn't yet eaten his meal. And as he makes Kiddush and boom, you know, the light falls down and everything's dark. Now it's not, you're not supposed to eat the Shabbos Suda unless there's light, right? That's one of the main reasons why we have Adlakos Neris is that you're supposed to eat the, the, the Oneg of Shabbos is that you're eating with the light. So he didn't want to eat there. So I live the money the way God to Rabbi Brene. So he's bringing in all of his Kalim, you know, his China and everything. The food is going to the, literally, it's like big is like the chuppah, the chuppah of his son Rabbah. They used to have like, you know, like, like LA style, like back house, back houses that they would have for the, the chasun kala. So he moved it to the chuppah house of his son Rabbah, uh, where there was a lamp that was there for Kazmatosh Midi. Then he made another kiddish, and he tasted something. Why do you have to make kiddish again? Must be because when she, since he switched locations, that's why he was mechlev to do it. So we see that it's not only Shmuel, it's also Ravuna. Now there's a beautiful deek in the Gemara. The Lashon Gemara is V'kadesh V'ta'im Midi. What does that word V'ta'im mean? V'ta'im usually means like a taste. It's hardly the word you would, you would think the Gemara should express. You would think the Gemara should say, he ate or, you know, he washed or whatever it is. V'ta'im, that he tasted, it's a very strange word. So somebody showed him, say, yeah, well, Telechim sometimes is called Te'ima. However, Tosis already points out that some of the Gonim in here said that the law of Kiddush, Ein Kiddush Malkum Suda, does not require a person to wash and eat bread to be Yotz. Ein Kiddush Malkum Suda only requires a Te'ima, as the Lashon HaGemar is. So it's a big machlokas, what exactly Te'ima is. All different opinions in the Rishonim, ranging from simply a cup of wine to a Mizonos, to the opinions that you only bread. But bottom line is, there's definitely... A source in the Gemara that you don't have to wash in order to be Yotze or Kiddush. You could have other types of foods to be Yotze, and it comes from this law, all from this one word in the Gemara that says Ti'imu, to taste. That I don't know. That I haven't seen. I've seen it. It's all about the type of food. Okay, says the Gemara. The Af Rabbah Savar in Kiddush Elam Suda. Rabbah also holds 
Like Shmuel and Kiddush, Elam Makam Suda, the Amr Abai. Abai said, Kavina Bemar, I was once in the yeshiva. Abai was in Rabba's yeshiva. Kavim Akadish, when Rabba would say Kiddush, Ramalan, he would tell us to imumidi. Again, that same thing. You better taste something here by Kiddush. Why? Why, why should you taste? Because by the time you go to go to where you live, maybe the light, the light won't be on anymore. And then it will come out. You didn't make Kiddush in the place where you generally are eating. In other words, he was concerned that, um, that the light would be off, and then they're not going to have Kiddush. And if they're not going to have Kiddush, they're not going to make Kiddush there, so then they, they're going to come out that they weren't going to the Kiddush. Now, it's a little bit of a strange thing, because it sounds like, theoretically, they would have eaten there, but they wouldn't have made Kiddush, it would have been Kiddush, malcolm, kiddush Alaba Malcolm Suda. That's what it sounds like. Why was he, like, okay with them eating in the dark and just not making Kiddush? So some folks can actually bring out from here that uh, you're actually not allowed to make Kiddush where there's no light. So if the light would be out and they wouldn't be able to recite Kiddush, and the moms don't, even if they would eat, they wouldn't be yotze, because you like, mamish can't recite Kiddush in the dark. That's the opinion of some postgame, and the idea comes the same way that, it's like a, it's like a takeaway from the suda. The same way the suda is supposed to be with light, so too the Kiddush has to be with light. So if the light would go off, and they're not, they can't make Kiddush, they can't make Kiddush, then it can be Kiddush welcome suda, because the only Kiddush they heard was here, so it's no good. Other postgame say, no, Vada, you can make Kiddush in the dark, because no din, you can't be yotze Kiddush in the dark. He was just choshesh, that uh, they weren't going to eat in the dark. That's all. So he's saying the bottom line is it would be the kid they would and they'll think to themselves okay we're not eating but Lamaisa we would say kiddush back in you know back in the yeshiva and Lamaisa they weren't because in kiddush welcome suda kiddush is achanam kisa with the kiddush you were here you're in yosei in kiddush elba welcome suda okay gavaldik so it sounds like a very interesting thing because normally when we have a machlokas rab and shmuel whenever it's iser we always go like. Rav. But here, in, in this Machlok is Rav and Shmuel, we have all these Amoram who seem to be siding with Shmuel that ain't Kedosh Malkam Suda. So Mar says, Eni, is this true? They hear like Rabba holds ain't Kedosh Malkam Suda. Vam Rabbi Abai said, Kol me l'tima Rabba v'tu Rav. Everything in, in, Rab, in Rabba's on Hogos in his, in his customs, he always paskin like Rav. With the exception of three anomalies, three cases where there's a dispute, Rav and Shmuel, and he went like Shmuel. One machlok is matir in the bag of the bag. There's a dispute if you can take tzitzis off of one old bagot and put it onto a new bagot. It's a shaila if you're allowed to do that because you're, you're taking away from the mitzvah. You're taking away from the mitzvah of the first bagot. Are you allowed to do that? You're moving it. So it's machlok is Rav and Shmuel. So he was must make it like Shmuel that you're allowed to. It's a similar idea because you light one Hanukkah light from another Hanukkah light. So maybe that's a bizay mitzvah or you're being machish a mitzvah. You're diminishing the light or it's mavaza the first one. You're like using a mitzvah to light for it to light. So the, these are, this is a machlukas between Rav and Shmuel back in, uh, the second parak of Shabbos. And we pot, and, and Rabba was makel to do it like the opinion of Shmuel. And the third thing, there's a big dispute about whether or not is mutter or Rabbi Shimon's opinion is that a person is allowed to drag a bench on Shabbos since they're not intending to make a furrow. They're just intending to move the bench from one place to another. Even if it comes out that they did make a furrow, it's called So do we pot them like Rabbi Shimon or do we not? Rav says we do not. Shmuel says we do. So Rabbah was knowing, like Shmuel, leniently that we do paskin like Rabbi Shimon. Tatani, as it says in the price, Rabbi Shimon Omer, can drag a beggar chair, chair or a bench across the ground on Shabbos, as long as his intention is not to make the furrow. So therefore we see those were the three exceptions where Rabbah Zanhaga was like Shmuel. But it sounds like without those exceptions, right, what does Rabbah, what does Rabbah always do? He always goes like Rav. So what in the world is going on here that Rabbah held in Kiddush Malkam Suda? This is not one of the three exceptions. And it's Machlokas Rav and Shmuel. Rav doesn't hold of the principle in Kiddush Malkam Suda. So why suddenly is, is Rabbah adopting the opinion of Shmuel? So the Gemara answer is, When we say he always did like Rav, we mean he always did like the Chumras of Rav. Except for those three exceptions, every time Rav was stringent and Shmuel was lenient, 
Rabba's Anaga was always to do like Rav's stringencies. However, it doesn't necessarily mean that all of the kulus of Rav against the stringencies of Shmuel, he always did like Rav. So here, who's the more machmir one? Shmuel. Rav is saying, you don't need the Kiddush B'makam Suda. Shmuel is saying, no, 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 the Kiddush, you're only Yotze if it is B'makam Suda. So this is a question of following the stringency of Shmuel. So in regard to following the stringencies of Shmuel versus the leniencies of Rav, maybe Rav did in fact go like the Chumras of Shmuel. Okay, very good. So, so far, this is to take us back to our discussion about being, being, being Yotze Kiddush and Shmuel. We have a dispute if you're Yotze Kiddush, but both Rav and Shmuel were, were in agreement that you definitely were not Yotze the Bari Priyakofen. Meaning, even according to Rav, that you're Yotze the Kiddush, when you get home, you don't want to say Kiddush, but certainly when you get home, you have to say Bari Priyakofen again. Why is that? Because there's an idea of Shinoi Makam. Shinoi Makam is the idea in the laws of Brachas, something to do with the laws of Kiddush. We're learning another issue now, that besides for being Yotze Kiddush, the question is, is does, does the workings of a Bracha, the very efficacy of a Bracha, does it, could it, could it work if I, if, if I go to a different place in the middle? So Rav said, even according to Rav, it did not. So now the Gemara brings a third view. Rabbi Yochanan Ramah, Rabbi Yochanan says, When you hear Kiddush and Shul and you get home, first of all, Rav is right. You don't have to make Kiddush again. But not only do you not have to make Kiddush again, you don't even have to make the Berkos Anen. You don't have to make Bar Perik Afen again. Because according to Rabbi Yochanan, there's no Halach of Shunei Makom. There's no such din. So as long as, you know, you, you, you have das and you plan on going home and drinking more wine, so then there's no issue whatsoever. Now, Rabbi Yochanan, of course, is only because if you have das. If you don't have das, even if you're in the same place, it doesn't help. A bracha, berkhazanen can't exempt more. But provided that a person goes home and they know they're going to drink some wine at their meal, or why not, so then, then the bracha of Baripiragavan that they heard and they were yodzei and shul, they're able to, to, to fulfill. It can, it can keep on going for them when they get home. That's Rabbi Yochanan's opinion. Whether there's a switch of the wine, meaning you made a bear of it on one wine, and then a different type of wine is brought out, and it could be a better taste, it could be a worse taste. What's the halacha? Says the Gemara, uh, well, one more point, or if a person switches, switches locations, and again, without necessarily a hasachadas, but he switches locations in the middle of his drinking, in Tzarech Levarach, in both of those cases, Rabbi Yochanan says it does not require a second bracha. So Rabbi Yochanan is Lashita, so he doesn't hold of the principle of Shinoi Makom. So, so it comes out, there's two different, one would think, unrelated issues here. One is that when you're in Kiddush and Shul, are you the Chiyav of Kiddush, which is Machlokas, whether you say Kiddush Makom Suda, and that Rav and Rabbi Yochanan hold Kiddush doesn't have to be Makom Suda, Shmuel holds Kiddush has to be Makom Suda. And then there's a the second issue, if you're Yodzei, the bracha of Rav and Shmuel holds for sure not. And Rav Yochanan says, you're even Yotze, the Bore Pri Agafen. So the Gemara has a kasha here on Rav Yochanan about this idea of Shinoi Makom. Again, I can't emphasize this enough. Shinoi Makom, now we're learning, we're learning this next little sug is all about brachos. It has nothing to do with Shabbos. It has nothing to do with Kiddush. The same Shiloh could come up on a regular Tuesday afternoon. So the Gemara says, Meisvei, we have a kasha on Rav Yochanan from the Bride. So it says in the Bride, so Shinoi Makom, Tzarech Levarach. Somebody switch places, they have to make a second bracha. If they switch the type of wine that they're drinking, the second type of wine doesn't require a second bracha. At any rate, it says black and white in the b'raisa, should we say that this totally refutes Rabbi Yochanan? The Gemara says, it indeed is refused the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan. And the halach is, when a person switches location, it does, in fact, require a new bracha. That's the maskana of the Gemara. Rabbi Yochanan's view is rejected. Okay, very good. Says the Gemara, 
Yosef, that if you're switching location, you're required to make a new bracha. So it's only true if you go from one house to another house. In other words, you're leaving the premises. That's called a shino makom, like someone going from the the shul back home. That's called shino makom, and that's where you need to make a new bracha. But if it's from one place to another place and the same in the same general house, so then it does not require. It does not require a, another bracha. The way we have it in our Gemara, it sounds like anywhere within the house. You know, you're upstairs, you, you, you make a shakal and you should start drinking more water. And then you go down and you have some more, you know, you keep on drinking, you wouldn't have to. The other Rishonim have the girsah that it's that it's only from one corner of a room to another corner of a room. So ultimately, there's actually a dispute uh, if you're drinking in a house from one, one part of the house to the other part of the house. is actually, actually a form of dispute. It's super complicated, whatever. Okay, says the Gemara. Amalei Ravidi Baravin. Alchi Tanim of Sisak Vimnek. It was said in the Brises. Amalei Mosis Mehina Kavaseich. It was said like you. It was said Mamish in a Brise at this point that Shinu Malcolm does not apply. Me Malcolm the Malcolm. It's only from Bais to Bais. Says the Gemara. If it was said in a Brise, El Rafuna Masisa Kamashmon. So I mean, Amaram don't have to tell us what it says in a Brise. The Gemara answer is yeah. That's all. If they know the Brise, Rafuna Masisa Lishmila. He hadn't heard the Brise. Amaram weren't necessarily aware of every Brise. So they were aware of all the Mishnayos, but the Brises they weren't necessarily aware. Okay, now Rav Chisla comes along and he completely turns the whole din of Shinu Makom on its head. Up until now, it's a very simple halacha. For bracha to be chal, it's only chal, like it has like a certain, like, you know, an expiration. View it like that. Like it can only work as long as you're in with the same place where it was made. Once you leave the place, that's it. It's over. The bracha can't work. So now the Gemara says there's actually a whole entire new lum that's going on here. Yasef, furthermore, Yasef Rav Chisla sat and he said in his own name, meaning it was his own chiddish. This halacha, the chinu makom, needs a second bracha. Lo amara and elbed varm chinu bracha lachrim bim koma. It's only true with certain types of foods. What types of foods? Foods that don't require that the bracha achrona has to be said in the place that it was eaten. Avul dvarm hatunim bracha lachrim bim koma. But if you're talking about a type of food that the bracha achrona on that food has to be in the exact place where it was eaten. If you're talking about those types of foods, then even if you are Mishana the Makom, in Sarach Levarech, you do not need to make another bracha. My taima, what is the reason? Because you're going back to your original place. So let's take this very slow. There's an idea here in the Gemara, which we see before we even get into the Shinu Makom, that certain types of foods, when you make a bracha achrona, you have to be in the place where you ate. And there are other types of foods that when you make a bracha achrona, you don't have to be in the place where you ate. So let's first try to identify what those foods are. So everybody agrees, all the Rishonim agree, that certainly bread is like that. And that comes from the eighth parak in Masachas Brachos, Rabbi Shammai, so everybody agrees, L'chatchila, there is a din, that Berkas HaMazon should be recited in the place where a person ate, ate the food. So it's an interesting halacha. If I drink water, and I forget my bar nefashos, and I already left, and I went outside, what's the halacha? I don't have to go back. I say bar nefashos wherever I am. I say it on the go. It doesn't make a difference. You don't have to say the bar nefashos in the location where I ate. I eat an apple, and I need to say bar nefashos, say it on go. But when I bench after eating bread, I say Berchus Hamazon. There's a din. I have to go back to the location where I'm in. What's pshat? First, to understand that distinction before we see the way it relates to Shinim Makom. That's the hard part. The easy part is just to know that there's a distinction between bread and other and and and, and having a drink of water. So it seems that the idea is it's all about kvias. 
there's something about eating in like a kavua dika way where the commensurate to the fact that you ate bikvias, the bracha has to be bikvias. So if you ate bread, you don't eat bread like on the run, you know, even if you do, that's typically not the way it's meant to be eaten. When you're eating it, you're eating it bikvias. So if you eat bikvias, so the bracha achrona has that same aspect to it, that it's chal, that it has to be done in bikvias. In the kvias, where the bread is, that's where there's a din that the bracha achrona has to be made. Whereas if I'm having some water, and I, there's no kvias to that at all, so even if it happens to be that I drink the whole water in room in, in one place, but that's not mechayev that the bracha achrona has to be in that place, because there was no kvias of that place to the maizah shtiyah. It's a very lumda shahalacha. It's not a portion of maizah. That's all before our sugya. That's a granted, understood point. Because Amazon is to be made in the location where I ate. So I left and it's really annoying. It's 20 minutes away. But still, Allah is I should go back to the place where I ate and say because Amazon. Whereas if I had some water, I need to say Barnefashos. There's not even a din to go back to the place where I ate. Wherever you remember that you drank. And now, hey, I forgot to say Barachachrona. You say Barachachrona in the place where you are. Okay, great. Now Rav Chista is coming along and saying that that is going to impact the din of Shina and Makam. We know there's a din that when you're Mashana the Makom, when you're in the middle of eating, there's a din you have to make another bracha. If you switch locations, you need another bracha because you went to a second place. Says Rav Chista, that's all when you're having the types of foods that you don't have to make bachachron in the same place. So let's say I had some water. I have water in, in one location. I go outside and I still have my water bottle. I need to make another bracha in the second place. Why? Because there's nothing that says there's a connection between point A and point B. There's no continuation. I drink water here, and I'm drinking another water there. That's called shinimak. Fine, that's okay. But this next part is the hard part. It's almost counterintuitive. But if I'm eating bread, so therefore, if I would need to make a bracha achrona, where would I have to go? Back to the location where I ate. So if I go to a second location, again, I didn't say because I'm Muslim yet. I go and I, I, and I ate bread here. And now I go to my friend's house and I'm eating more bread. Do I need to say another hamotzi? No. Why? Because by definition, it's a continuation of my first meal. Why? Because the bercha, the bercha's hamazon has to be made in the place where I eat. So if I'm making and continue, and I'm eating more bread here, one of two things is happening. And the answer is obviously one of the two. But either it's just the most random thing as well, because wait a second, where's the Birkas of Muslim? Why didn't you close up before you go? Birkas of Muslim, you're not, you can't eat more bread. This is not connected. You need to end that before you do this. Oh, possibility number two. You're not making a new Maisa Achila now. You're continuing the Achila. The Achila, the Kvias went from here to there. So if the Kvias continues, so you don't need to make a new Brach. When I'm drinking a bottle of water, there's nothing that shows me it's a continuation. In what sense is it a continuation? I drank here, now I'm outside, I'm drinking. What shows me, what's compelling me to view it as a continuation versus a new drinking? Nothing. The fact that I didn't make a burning of phosphorus in location one doesn't show it's a continuation because the burning of phosphorus doesn't have to be made in location one. When I'm eating bread, where the bracha achrona has to be in the original spot where I ate it, then by not making Berkat Muslim there and going to a second location and eating there, it compels us to view this lumdis that it's not a new Maisa Achila, but it's a continuation of that Achila. And therefore, it's one big kvias. So it's a fascinating thing because it's really almost backwards. It's 
Mamish backwards. Because when I eat bread, there's a din that the, the Berkos HaMazan has to be where the Kviyas was, then when, when I don't make Berkos HaMazan and I go somewhere else, it's Mechayev to see up that the Kviyas is, is like transitioning. So it's like, oh, it's not a new Maisachila, it's a continuation of the Kviyas. And then what will happen? I, my friends, I'll, I'll say Berkos HaMazan and it will potter everything. And it's going to be called that I made the Berkos HaMazan in the Makom HaKviyas. Wait a second, I thought you ate bread there too. Yeah, could the Kviyas transfer? That's the whole lundus. What's the pshat I eat? I could, I, I, I could wash and eat here and then continue eating somewhere else and make Berkos Muslim in the second location because it must be a continuation. If it wouldn't be a continuation, the Berkos Muslim would have to be there. So Baba Mida, that it has to be a continuation, I don't need a new Hamotzi. Just as the Kvias is naturally switching from one place to another place and the Berkos Muslim will be in point B, so therefore we say it's a continuation and the Baruch Rishona doesn't have to be, you don't need a new Hamotzi in the second location. Masha Inc. when I'm dealing with something. That's not Mechai Berkosam, There's no concept of Kviyas to it. It's just wherever you are, you are. So if you drink water, you didn't make a barn of fashas, you go outside, and now you want to drink more water, so there's nothing that shows us that it's a continuation of your original Shtia. It's a new Shtia. Ah, it's a new Shtia. So then you know, there's a Din. Shinimakum Sarach Levarech. So in essence, what Rav Chista is doing is he's breaking apart the Din of Shinimakum and then putting it back together. He's saying, what, where, where did this come from? This halacha, that when you switch locations, you have to make a new bracha. Stam, Brachos expire when you go out of the room? No, Nishtas is the Vart. The Vart is, is that if it's something which is Machayev, which is not Machayev, a Bracha, Achrona, Bim, Koma, so then there's nothing that shows us it's a continuation of your drinking. We view it as a new drinking. A new drinking is Machayev, a second Bracha. Masha Inkin, if it's the type of thing which is Machayev, the Bracha, Achrona, in the Makom, Akavua, so then by not having the Bracha, Samasa, and going outside, it's forced to be viewed as a continuation, and therefore, says, says uh, Rav Chista, it would not require another Bracha. Another bracha. Oh, so very good. This is a new question you're bringing up. Everything that we're talking about, that's clear. The bottle of water, that everybody agrees. Rav Chitzah's Chitzah is that bread is not there, right? But everybody agrees for a bottle of water, there's dinner, Shina Malcolm. Is Shina Malcolm only when I stop on some level and then I'm drinking again in a second location? Let's say I literally, Mamish literally, as I'm walking from point A to point B, I, I have, I'm sipping continuously the drink the entire time. Could we say, once we see Rav Chistel looking at the lumdus of new versus continued, that even though it's water, by definition, you don't have to make a new one? Because, of course, it's a continuation. I didn't stop. Now, you never would have thought of that until you saw what Rav Chista said. But once Rav Chista comes along and says that it's a din in viewing a continuation or not, could that argument be made? So that's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe it's true. Even. And it might help, actually, when a person is going from questionable places, like from room to room, to do such a thing. Okay, well, we'll see that. All right. That's the first opinion. Now, I just want to say before we continue this, I made it very extreme. I said bread versus water. But there's a lot of things between bread and water. The Rashbam's opinion is that any bracha achrona that's got me'in shalosh, anything that's got alamichya, you have to go back to your spot. So cake, fruits that need bracha achrona, wine, grapes, all those things, according to the Rashbam, require bracha achrona in their place. Tosas disagrees. He says it's only bread and cake, but not if you're having wine or like grapes or something like that. All right, says the Gemara of Rav Summer. That's another good question. <laughs> Within the Svara of Rav Chista, is, is there another, is it only Mamaisa when I had Das? Could be, because that's another aspect. That's another aspect. If I wasn't planning on going, then it's new. It could be both points are true. Because remember, the din of Shinimakam was even when I have Das. But 
it doesn't help that you had das, but etzim it's a new shtia. There's this uptight in the Misa where your das can't transcend that, right? So if, it could be you need das. It could be that's possible. But there's still something that has to be seen in the uptight of the Misa that it's a continuation. And we're saying, Rav Chista is saying you have that by bread, you don't have to bother stuff. Rav Sheshit says, no, even by foods that require bracha in the spot, it requires another bracha when you go to another place. So he doesn't buy this whole distinction. Says the Gemara Mesa, we have a Kashan Rav Chisa. Says in the price of Bnei Chabura, she Masubin Lishtos. People were, were, were Masubin Lishtos. They were, they were, they were like Bikriya sitting and drinking. The Akuraglayan, here the language is the Akuraglayan. Akuraglayan, they uprooted themselves. We'll see why it says that Lashan. The Kors Chasan, of course, Kala, to go out to Chasan or Kala. In other words, they totally like switched their location. Kishin Yotzin, when they go out into Nebrach my friend, they don't need to make a Brach Achrona before they leave, because they're planning on coming back. Kishin Chosin, when they come back into Nebrach they don't need to make a Brach Rishona before they continue to drink. When is that true? That even though they were Mashana, their Makom, the people switched their location, they don't need a Bracha. Because there was someone from their group that they left behind. The Gemara gives an example of someone who was older, sick, just as an example. But it means someone was left behind. So therefore, the, the, like the Kviyas was always still there. That's definitely a continuation. Let's say the whole group got up and left. So then what, they're being Mishan and Makam. Everybody's leaving and then they're going to go back. So before they leave, they have to make a new Bracha They have to make a Bracha and close up. When they come back to the Bracha they need to make a new Bracha. So we're saying here in the Bracha that when they're all being Mishan and Makam and they're not leaving anybody behind, they have to, they, or it's going to require new Brachas. So it says the Gemara, the language was that they uprooted themselves. What do we mean they uprooted themselves? It implies that we're dealing with that they were eat, having drinks that required Bracha Achrona Bim Koman, meaning they had like something like wine that requires Bracha Achrona in their place. It's a very interesting diak. It's like a textual diak. Akru means they uprooted. Uprooted means from the place that they needed to make. They were in a matziv of kviyas that they had to make a rachachorna here, and they're taking themselves out of that. They're uprooting themselves. That's the lushan that we're being medai. So it's mashma, they were drinking wine. And now, what, what was the halacha that the Brisa says? If they left somebody behind, then they don't need new brachas because the kviyas was capped. It's a continuation when they come back. However, they completely disband and uh, they don't leave anybody behind. Before they leave, they need a bracha achorna. When they come back, they need a new bracha rishona. So what do we see? Even though they were they were eating a food that required bracha achorna in its place, still when when they come along and they make shinu makom, what's the law? The law is that they have to make a new bracha. Kasha le Kasha on Rav Chista. Rav Chista was saying that the whole din of shinu makom is only by things that don't require bracha achorna in the place. But things that require bracha achorna in the place, there's no din of shinu makom. Here we see in the brayso not that way. We see even though they were the language was akru and the language which of Akru indicated we're talking about time with Christ Bracha Akrona in the spot, we still say that they need a new bracha. So the Kamari answers from Nachum Yitzchak, top of the Manaf, Mantana Akiros. You're right, really, it's a Machlugas Tanam. Who is that Tana that speaks about Akiros? Rabbi Yehuda. It's a lone Tana of Rabbi Yehuda, meaning I hold like the Rabbanan, that was going like Rabbi Yehuda. What's this Rabbanan and Rabbi Yehuda that we're talking about? Tanakama says, Mom, in this scenario, a group of people, and then they all get up and disband, and, they, and then they come back, they do not need a new bracha. Must be the Tanakama holds like Rav Chista. And on that, Rabbi Yehuda says, No, I disagree. It's only if they leave people behind. So the price of back on the Ahmed Bays that said they need a new bracha, they don't need, if they don't leave anyone behind, which we were saying is against Rav Chista. 
That's going like the one Tana Rabbi Yehuda holds that way. But Rabbi Chistel will tell you that I personally side with the Tana Kama who holds that even if they didn't leave anybody behind, they do not need a new bracha. And the reason is because since they were eating things that required a bracha in its spot, by definition, it's a continuation, even though they were Mashana Makom in the middle. Just want to point out, you see from here that Shina Makom is even if you go back to the same place. Shina Makom is because you uprooted yourself. 